The more limitations you put on a character, oftentimes the better a character you'll make them. The more interesting the story becomes because the character can't simply wave a hand and make something happen. They have to work within the framework. Brandon Sanderson. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee S's. And today we're going to talk about weaknesses. Weaknesses in characters, weaknesses in the magic systems, and why giving your character, especially your main character, a weakness is vital to your story. I'd say this is in story creation, something that I think a lot of people have to learn the hard way. Like, why isn't my main character interesting? Why isn't it engaging people? Is it possible that they're just too good at what they do? I think this is one of my issues with the young adult genre in general, is you usually have main characters that are very Mary Sue, that are just beautiful characters, even though they think they look plain. And they have this amazing ability that you're like, how did they even get that talented? And there's a love triangle. And there's some kind of love triangle. And it just makes for really boring writing because the main character, the person that we're supposed to care about, isn't realistic. That's why we need weaknesses is because it makes your characters realistic. When was the last time you met a perfect person? The last time I looked in the mirror. So you're saying that if my character, even though they're fluent in like all forms of combat, I can make them clumsy and that's a sufficient weakness, right? No, no. Because if they're fluent in all forms of combat, they probably won't be clumsy because they have trained their lives to learn how to manipulate their limbs. So why make your characters weak? Because it adds depth. It gives them a challenge. And really the victory and the satisfaction that comes at the end of the book is what they overcome, not how fantastic they are. I read a book once where the main character was in a cult and she didn't realize it. And her combat was in her self-value. At the end of the book, she escapes from the cult and lives happily ever after. But... The escaping from the cult and realizing her value in herself is the victory. Not that she's a fantastic, wonderful person in every way. It's the conflict that makes her interesting. So one of the things that I like to say when it comes to weaknesses is that your weaknesses define your heroes. Absolutely. It makes them who they are. So if you have that good character that really struggles with depression, it can create a realistic depth to your character that people can relate to. Because if this character is supposed to be the symbol of hope and future for everyone around them, the fact that they struggle with depression is interesting. It's vital to have every character have at least one weakness. And it could be that their weakness is the girl. It's a really weak weakness. (laughs) It's a very tropey weakness, but it works. Yeah. Damsel in distress is always tried and true. I like making the guy the damsel in distress most of the time because I'm (laughs) me. (laughs) So weaknesses, whether it's an internal weakness or an external weakness, 
provide that challenge that your character needs to overcome. In your plot, you'll have your main plot point of character A needs to do A, B, C, and D in order to defeat the antagonist and save the world. And that's okay. But if you have your protagonist perfect at everything, doing A, B, C, and D isn't going to be difficult. It's going to be a breeze and there's no conflict. There's no depth to the plot of your story. But if you have a protagonist that just really likes to kill people, but their weakness is their best friend that's always by their side saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't go all stabby stabby. It can create that conflict there that makes it a little bit more difficult for that character to accomplish those goals along the way. So what kind of weaknesses are there? I'd say there are three basic kinds of weaknesses. There's the limitations, the ceiling on their power in some way, that best friend who's like no stabby. There are uh, physical weakness, which could be something as simple as the character is really old and they're not as capable as they want to be. And then there's always the cost. The, okay, my superpower is healing people, but I absorb whatever wound that they have. So now the cost is really high. If I am going to save someone's life with it, I will then die because I've taken that wound. Limitations, weaknesses, and costs. You don't have to have all three. But usually if you have at least one of them, it creates a better depth. So let's get into kind of the specifics. Limitations can usually be that catalyst, that motivation that launches your character toward becoming better and doing something more and then holds them back from being all powerful. The limitations are usually often the things that also help them not become the bad guy. One of my favorite things is to have a good guy and a bad guy with very similar lives, very similar things that have happened to them, and what they choose to do makes that difference. That's the difference is that your main character limits themselves to being good, to doing right, and that keeps them from living the same life as the bad guy. That often is what puts the bad guy on top, power-wise they don't impose those same limitations on themselves. They will go, okay, well, if the cost is the children's ward in the hospital, that's the cost. I will be the one who does what needs to be done. Whereas the good guy is saying, nope, every life is precious, even if they're short, then that limitation stops him from reaching his full potential, but it keeps him as a good guy. Weaknesses in this context are a little bit more difficult to do right, especially if you're dealing with superpowers or magic, because it's very easy to fall into that kryptonite category where it's just kind of a boring weakness. I love what Lee mentioned when you have a weakness that's age, a weakness that is some kind of disability that prevents them from doing more. One of Brandon Sanderson's books has a character, he's a side character, but everybody loves him. He's missing one of his arms. It's never quite explained how that happened, but you get the impression that it's been with him pretty much all his life. And he has to figure out how to do exactly what everyone else can do without that. In the book that he's introduced into, he has to carry a bridge along with a crew of other people that usually requires two hands to lift it above your head. It's just an amazing thing to see him overcome this physical weakness in order to become exactly and do exactly what everybody else can do. 
I'd say a lot of your weaknesses end up reflecting your superpower in some way in that Daredevil is blind. That is a huge weakness when it comes to -to hand-to-hand combat. But his superpower, more or less, is dependent on his blindness. One of his physical weaknesses of hearing sensitivity is also encompassed in that blindness. So cost is kind of the final category of weakness. And this can really help limit your character's reliance on magic. So if the cost of using magic is years of their life, they're going to be very cautious about overusing it unless you have that character that just doesn't care how long they live and they're going to go a little crazy and do more with it. There was a character in the TV series Supernatural where she had managed to access celestial magic. But celestial magic is fueled by souls, and in heaven, souls recharge. But she became less and less human every time she used magic, because the soul, her own soul, was the cost. So those are things that you can do to help make your characters and make your plot more interesting. Give them weaknesses, give them limitations, things that stop them from being the deus ex machina of your story. Your main character should definitely never be the deus ex machina. Coincidences and magic and technology and all of these superpowers are to get your characters into trouble, not to get them out. It's also kind of fun. We talked about it a little bit last episode about changing the status quo of how abilities are used. The same thing can apply to weaknesses. Your good guys don't always have to be the ones with the moral limitation of not killing people. How interesting would it be if that was the bad guy? Hmm. That they had a moral limitation to not kill people as they're striving for something more, but that's still an evil outcome. Another example of this is in M. Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable series, where your good guy is unbreakable and your bad guy is super fragile. To do that right is very, very difficult. Yes. You want your conflict to be a challenge. Otherwise, there's no actual victory. So just to kind of wrap everything up, remember to give your character a weakness because it will help you write the plot. And until next time, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.